This is the word to stand on for life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. The word to stand on for life is a radio ministry of Calvary Chapel in San Antonio. A live call-in show here to help you answer your questions about the Bible and how to apply the Word to your daily life. For more information on Calvary Chapel, visit our website, calvarysa.com. Get your Bible questions ready and call in now to 210-340-9585. It's The Word to Stand On for Life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. Welcome to the program. It's a very special date day edition of the show. I'm Pastor Ron Arbaugh from Calvary Chapel in San Antonio, Texas, and this is The Word to Stand On for Life, a program dedicated to taking your phone calls, answering your Bible questions, life questions, anything that you're going through, we'll do the best we can to answer your questions. And today we have a lot of help uh, because it's a date day show. Paul, of course, is live in studio with me, and then we have... Uh, six guests who are going to share their heart. Now, we will still take questions and phone calls. I would appreciate if you had any questions for any of the ladies. That would be the priority. But if you have uh, other questions, we'll still do what we normally do on this program. Uh, you can call us by dialing 210-340-9585. That's 340-9585. If you're outside the local San Antonio area, you can call toll-free at 877-630-KSLR. Um, you can email questions to us by emailing questions at calvarysa.com, uh, or you can send them in using our free Calvary Chapel of San Antonio mobile app. If you are driving in your car, the safest way to call is to use the free KSLR mobile app. Just hit the Call Now banner, and then everything else will be hands-free. You'll be connected directly to us. Paula, welcome to the show. Thank you, baby. Ladies, welcome to the show. Thank you. Why don't we start by asking you guys to introduce yourself. We'll start with you, Dr. Sheba, and then we'll just uh, short uh, who you are. We're here because of the retreat. Uh, maybe how long you've been at Calvary Chapel San Antonio, and uh, then we'll get into the show. Hi, uh, my name is Sheba Paley. I've been here at Calvary Chapel um, for 14 years now, and just here to share a heart about the retreat. I am Crystal Mendez. Uh, we've been here, my family's been coming here for about nine years now, uh, about two children ago. And, um, <laughs> of 27? We were five. Five total. Okay. Um, and we have been blessed abundantly by this um, retreat. My family as well. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Jocelyn Makasadia. My husband is the worship pastor here at the church, and we've been attending the church for 15 years, and we weren't from Texas, but we got here as, as soon as we could, and I'm so thankful to be here. Yes, and my name is Kendall DeGraffen-Reed, and I've been attending Calvary Chapel for about two and a half years, and I'm really pleased to say that my husband has joined me now at Calvary Chapel, and we hope that this is where God has planted us until it's time to call us home. Praise the Lord. Thank you for that. Use that microphone, please. 
Hi, my name is Kayla Wong. I've been going to Calvary for three years and my family two years. Um, I've really grown in my faith since I came here, and I hope that I can stay and keep growing. And Kayla, you're a graduate of our school. Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> and so next to you is your mother. Hi, um, I'm Christina Wong, and uh, my daughter Kayla is sitting here next to me. She's the one who brought us to this church about two years ago. Uh, we're an Air Force family, so we have been moved about, but we found a church home here in San Antonio, and now I have the honor of being able to teach here at the academy, too, and my kids all go here, and it's been a great blessing. Let, let me ask before I turn over to Paula, what was it like being at the women's retreat with your daughter, who just seems like a week ago was a student? <laughs> Um, it was, it's pretty amazing because, um, you know, we raise our kids and we want them to have the same faith that we do, but there's a point where we have to realize that it's their own faith and their own relationship and they have their own um, special, unique path that God has them on. And it's it's just a blessing to be able to, to sit back and watch um, her faith growing. She was just actually baptized last year. Um, uh, shortly after she graduated from this school. And it's just been a blessing watching her growing through trials, through good times, and just um, I'm just excited to see what God has in store for her. Praise God. That's a neat thing. Paula, go ahead. And for um, me, uh, I'm Paula, and I've been coming to this church about... uh, (laughs) 25 years, May 31st, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And... um, my my walk has grown. Uh, I've watched my pastor even grow in the Lord. It's been a real, real blessing, too. So, um, yeah. So for the retreat for me, uh, I was very encouraged, not only by Mercedes, our guest speaker, because she only did four days in the ninth grade, and, which which says, you know, God shows the foolish things of the world to confine to confine. Um, you know, the, the wise and the smart and all those. And to see her love for the Lord, her love for his word um, was like, wow, if he can use her and do what a marvelous thing, he can use anybody. And so, um, I, but then for me, I was more encouraged than ever to lead the ladies to Jesus, you know, because there's so many hurting people um, that if they will fall in love with Jesus and get to know him, they'll know just how special and uh, valuable they are. And so it was it was awesome. And then, f- again, because I don't want to take up too much time, I'm just going to tell you a little teeny bit. The, the, the scripture that says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, then you, will, you can ask what you will. Well, you know, because our Lord is a genius, um, he makes us look good. You know, if you abide in him and you start talking and sharing him, he just takes over. And you're saying things that it's like, I didn't plan on saying that. But God, you know the person that, you know, is listening. And so it was it was just really a, a really cool thing. One last thing. No, two last things. Uh, not only Mercedes, Xavier and Velia who did the devotions. Oh, my goodness. Again, God made me look like a genius. You know, um, but I'm hopeful soon, very soon, uh, maybe our producer will know this, that uh, not only audio will be on the website of the audio. The audio is up, but we're hopeful that one day soon we might even have video. Um, And so you not only can hear it, but you can actually experience it by watching it. And so that that's all I have.
So. So you're done? Oh, I'm done. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. In case something else comes up, then, you know, and the Lord wants to make me look like a genius again. Uh, <laughs> Okay, well, let, let me let me begin by saying uh, what I'd like to hear a little bit briefly what you were expecting. Now you're, you're all veterans of our retreats, but but as you were going, what was your mindset? You wanted to hear the Lord. You had some specific issues, uh, and then then what was the reality, the result of it? So Shiva, why don't you go first? So prior to going to the retreat, I was really sick. Um, I wasn't feeling well. It was just an accumulation of just severe mountain cedar allergy. And finally, it led to the culmination of me losing my voice. And um, uh, just my voice box was so swollen, I could even feel it. And prior to going, I I have to say, I was tremendously discouraged. Um, I was packing. I was trying to get ready to go. But it was that feeling like um, every time I took one step forward, I was taking 10 steps back. Like I was hitting my head against a brick wall. And, um, and you know, truly that scripture, uh, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And that moment, I, in a moment of vulnerability, I thought, Lord, will I even be able to go? I don't feel well. And, um, and so, um, you know, at that moment, the Lord just put it on my heart, just go. And I was like, okay, Lord, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to go in your strength. And so, um, you know, we got there. And from the moment we got there, you know, God just met me in such a special way. Mm -hmm. And even starting from uh, Mama Paula's teaching, Mm -hmm. you know, how she was talking about um, how marvelous is God's love, you know. And really the whole retreat was that for me to revel in God's love, to uh, to be in awe of God's love. Um, I was saying... Um, I think it was Mama Paula and Mercedes, or either or one of them was saying, when will God's love be enough? You know, uh, because his love truly satisfies. You know, um, if we keep trying to look for it in other places, other people will we'll be disappointed. And so um, so it was just so neat. And then, you know, just being able to um, be there. Of course, the teaching was amazing, you know. And um, towards Friday night, um, you know, we had that opportunity to be able to pray with the ladies. And then uh, prior to that, Wanda had gotten up and and um, just asked, you know, hey, if any of the pastor's wives want to get their feet washed, um, you know, hey, you could do it too because we don't see a lot of you getting it done. <laughs> and honestly, it didn't strike me until she said it. And I was like, okay. So, you know, uh, after prayer and when I was uh, taking communion, I said, Lord, would you have me to wash my feet? Because I've never had my feet washed before. And so um, um, it was pressed very heavily on my heart. Do it. And so uh, but by this point, it was really late. So I thought that they were probably gone. You know, it seemed like the lights were off. There was nobody there, uh, you know, and um, my roommates were waiting for me. And they thought that they were gone, too. And 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 so I was going to leave. But then I said, can I just check? And so I went and opened the door and they were there. You know, the, the lights were down. They, I was saying that they had this aromatherapy going and um, just nice, uh, quiet music. And and I told them, ladies, I'll. I'll meet you at the room. I'm going to go and, and get my feet washed. They're like, okay. And, and immediately, you know, I sat down, and it was like as soon as my sister and the Lord just took my shoes off, I just 
started crying. It, it was like I was just undone, mm. you know, before the Lord. And, you know, and, you know, she asked, what can I pray for you about? And she and I and I told her and was just like, oh, what an honor that you would pray for me. And mm-hmm. and just took out like several minutes and just really prayed over me. And as she was washing my feet, I was just weeping and crying. And and at one moment, it was the Lord saying, Thank you for what you do, and I'm proud of you. Mm-hmm. And and I was just crying, crying, <laughs> and you know it was like by the end, it was, I was so spiritually renewed and spiritually refreshed. It was amazing, mm-hmm. and and I think that scripture that says that. Um, the Lord delights in a broken and contrite heart because sometimes when we are broken, that's when God can really move and work. And when we abandon all and surrender to him is when he can move in a mighty way. And, you know, it, it was like, you know, I was there and I felt like the Lord just touched me physically, spiritually, emotionally. I was telling people, like, I went there on spiritual gas of E, negative E, you know, but uh, came out um, just refueled and ready to serve the Lord, you know, once more. So So you'd have missed out had you not gone. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) And I was encouraging the ladies, like, for in a moment of sickness and weakness, I almost entertained the thought, can I go? But even if we feel discouraged, weak, sick, depressed, anxious, go. Because really, there's something about unplugging, Mm -hmm. you know, removing ourselves from distractions, removing ourselves from the busyness of this world, sitting at the Lord's feet. God can use that to really just meet us where we're at. Mm -hmm. And Sheep, it's it's a lot harder um, to have your feet washed than to wash the feet of others, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, (laughs) yes. I was saying how I felt embarrassed. I was like, oh, no, don't wash my feet. You know, it's dirty. Probably smells bad, you know. (laughs) And it was like, you know, the, the Lord was putting on my heart. You walk around this world and you get dirty. Let me wash your feet. It's okay. It's okay. And I was saying also, the sister that was sitting in front of me, um, I saw Jesus in her as she was washing my feet. And it gave me that wonderful picture of when Jesus was washing the disciples' feet. And it's like, wow. And, and I was thinking, like, the honor, privilege of being with sisters in the Lord that would wash people's feet. I, I'm just blessed, you know? Yeah. It's amazing. Crystal? Um, well, I went to the retreat uh, super ready. Um, Mom and Paula reminded everybody or let everybody in on the fact that uh, the Wednesday night before um, we were to go out to the retreat, that I was kind of chasing my children around the church as I do about every Wednesday or Friday night. Uh, and I'm carrying uh, my youngest, Joey. And I just kind of looked up at Mom and Paula and was like, I'm so ready for this retreat. Um, and it's just that it had just been one of those days where I was just tired and um, I was just, I knew that I wanted to get away and take that time with the Lord that you can only get at the retreat. It's so intimate. It's so uh, without any distractions. Um, I knew I wanted to put my focus back on the Lord, uh, in that kind of intimate way that I only can at the retreat. So, um, when I got there, I was so eager. I was just incredibly eager to spend that. I was, I couldn't wait for the quiet time. We do a quiet time where we do about an hour where everybody has to stay quiet at the retreat. Nobody's allowed to, even walking around the campus, you're not allowed to be loud. I know because I was That's one of those right. people every now and then. See, miracles are for today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and it, it is, it does stay quiet. It's mm-hmm. very quiet all around campus. Everybody's very respectful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I, I couldn't wait for that. I knew that was to come. 
Um, but not only that, I knew that the Lord was going to speak to me through whoever it was that spoke there. Mm-hmm. And um, I was just ready to, to be with my first husband and hear from him and get that um, love and uh, truth that I needed. Sometimes I need to be convicted a little bit. And um, <laughs> as I was there, the Lord did, was, was faithful <laughs> in doing so. Um, there was one, at one point, uh, Mercedes had brought up Acts twenty twenty four about Paul um, speaking about how he counts his life worth nothing. Um, uh, the second part of that is, uh, my only aim is to finish the race and complete the task that the Lord Jesus has given me. And this task is testifying to the good news of God's grace. And so that really put me back in my place to remember that the way that I feel during the day as a stay-at-home mom um, is not imp- as important as uh, the way that I live my life and the way that I speak to my children and showing them Jesus and God's amazing grace in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do that by the way that we live our lives, the way we speak to each other, mm-hmm. not only to those in church or out as we live our day-to-day life, but in, in the home um, is so important. So the Lord really helped me to refocus and remember um, that this life that I've been given was bought at a price for him to be used by him. And um, it was it was just so sweet the way that he met me. Sweetly, he's so sweet in that way. He loves me. He wasn't rude about it. My first husband, he's amazing. <laughs> he gives me all the love I need to love my second husband, Joel. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, so. I, I know your second husband. There's probably a little extra. Love to give you. To, yes, to, yes. I receive all that love I need from my first husband to spill over to yeah. love my second husband. Amen. Um, so, not that he doesn't. Let me correct first. My husband, second husband, Joel, adores me. He is, um, mm-hmm. if, you, if you've ever been around him and myself, you, you would know yeah. that he adores me. But, um, you know, just we, we become so um, almost selfish in the way that we want our wants to be met. Um, in the way we're loved or the way that we're shown love, however we see it in our minds. Um, And that really doesn't matter at all. Um, So the Lord just kind of refocused me, reminded me that he is the one who uh, gives me everything that I need to do, the things I need to do day to day. Um, Love my children, love my husband, uh, show everybody else that same love. Um, That way he can be glorified. Thank you. Let's take a quick break and take a phone call from Jimmy from San Antonio Online One. Jimmy, thanks for calling. You're on the air. Oh, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing well. Uh, hey, um, that's good. The women came back from retreat. They hopefully I can go next year to a men's retreat. But um, yeah, I just want to tell you that me and Martha are doing really great. Good. And and we had a I had a, a real horrible Tuesday two days ago. And she called the CEO, and she wouldn't do this before, but she's done it. She just called me and told me that. She said, she said how are you doing? And I said, I'm doing fine. So she was like, really, I could tell she was really concerned about me. <laughs> what we're doing with it. Thank you, Jesus. You know, thank you, Lord. Yeah. Yours is a good story, Jimmy. We, we've, uh, we've lived with a whole bunch of your story through the years, and uh, to hear you and Martha doing well is a blessing. Thank you for sharing that. All right, sir. God bless, man. Thank you. Um, Kayla has to leave early, so let's get the microphone down to her and let her go next. Um, so before the retreat, I wasn't sure if I was going to even go because ever since I started working and going to school, it's been, like, a lot for me. <laughs> so I was really, like, stressed. And 
some things are self-inflicted, like with procrastinating on homework or like tests and stuff. So I was like, okay, maybe I should get that done first because <laughs> I this was my problem. I made it, so I need to deal with it. But um, I started like not acting like myself the week before retreat, and I was like, what's wrong with me? Like, I don't. This is not me. And I was talking to one of my close friends, and they were like that's the enemy because you're debating whether or not to go to the retreat and he's attacking you. And I was like, Oh, (laughs) why did I think of that? (laughs) And then I was talking with my mom and I was like, should I even go? Like maybe, um, I should just start working already. Cause I, I just started working at Evo and, um, I was like, all of my problems are self-inflicted. So maybe it's my fault that I, I shouldn't go. And then my mom so kindly, offered to pay for me to go and so I was like okay I'll go and um, just while I was there I think I was seeking for some peace and answers because just last year when I first came to the retreat I was in the same predicament like I am right now where I don't know where my future is like I don't know where he wants me to go (laughs) and as well as uh, spending like intimate time with him as well. Because ever since I've been working and going to school, I haven't just sat down and enjoyed like spending time with him. And just by the second song of worship, I started crying because he was like, <laughs> just focus on me and you right now. And um, uh, so just over the retreat, it was really nice to just spend intimate time, especially during the quiet time. Uh, me and a couple of the other senior girls were just, um, we stuck our feet in the pool because it was kind of hot around that time. And we were all like spending our own time with him. And it, my feet were numb, but I literally couldn't feel anything because I was just, it was, I really felt like it was just me and him. And I was just, everything was like blocked out. And I kind of forgot where I was for a second because mm-hmm. I was just having a good time spending time with him again. And um, I thought it was really cool seeing. Uh, the speakers for the devotion and Mercedes, Mm -hmm. like, you don't, when I see all those women there, I don't think that they all, like, went through, like, anything. But when they say, yeah, I went through this, I'm like, whoa. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I would have never guessed. And it's amazing to see that God will reach you in, like, any, anywhere, at any point in your life, and he'll keep pursuing. That was what stuck out to me most is that he's not going to stop. And something Mama Paula said about, like, where he's kind of like, darling, why don't you sit down with me at the table? Um, I got this, like, vision in my head where, I don't know if you've ever seen those movies where, like, the wife is, she made food for her husband and he is late. Or then he starts showing up and, like, she's just waiting there. But instead, it's Jesus waiting at the table and he's just, he doesn't make you feel bad for it, though. He's just waiting. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then he just sees you going everywhere else and, you know, going through your life. And he's like, why don't you just sit down with me? And so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's what a wonderful image that is. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a great image. Yeah. Jossie? Um, so for me, the retreat really was so rich um, and like Annette said in the reflection time on Monday, and I had the same conversation with her, it was very meaty, like really, really meaty. And 
I've just been chewing on uh, just everything that was shared. And, uh, you know, Mama Paula, she laid it out, you know, the very beginning. She she um, defined, you know, what a, tr- a retreat means and it means to move move back, you know, and, and put yourself in a secluded time with the Lord. And um, and I really did want to be intentional with my time with the Lord. I, uh, you know, I, uh, for the worship, you know, I've been preparing for this for a few weeks. And so I've, as I've been praying, you know, that the Lord would just minister to all of us. Um, like I felt like the Lord did just that, um, to me, even personally, because mama also did say, if you're too busy, then you're missing the point. And so I really wanted to make sure that I was hearing from the Lord. And it was just like one thing after another, from the studies to the devotions, the people that I got to share with, like in our room time, like I just felt like God was just confirming and kissing, you know, the things that were heavy on my heart. Because, you know, in our in this world, we're, it's so noisy. It's so noisy. And so I really did cherish that time with the Lord. And after every study, we did something very different this year. You know, we as women, we like to talk. But this time, you know, we were like, let's set aside five, ten minutes and really just chew on what was said. And it was like one thing after another. I was just, just... In awe, in awe that the Lord met me, you know, and, and there, you know, just overall, just certain the areas of my life, I, I just wanted to hear from God. And, you know, he has done great things. He is doing great things and he will promise to do great things. And the answer is only him in all things. Hmm. And so I will be forever be chewing on that. Yeah, even I, more really, so. I, I really like the theme, only you. And, and of course, this the song's you ladies did when you came back to church last Sunday as well. Uh, We're about to go to break. Uh, We'll get Kendall and Christina on the other side of the break. And then what I want you guys to think about is dealing with the busyness and the noise in this world. Um, How do you stand? That's what I want you to talk about. We've got 30 minutes left in the date day edition of the program. 340-9585 or toll free 877-630-KSLR. We'll be back in two minutes. If you have questions about the Bible, you can send them to Pastor Ron and he'll answer them on the air or reply directly to you. Email your questions to PastorRonKSLR at gmail.com. That's PastorRonKSLR at gmail.com. Back to the Word to Stand On for Life. We're taking your calls at 340-9585 or toll-free 877-630-KSLR. Now, here's Pastor Ron Arbaugh. Welcome back to the second half of our Date Day edition. Paula, this is the quietest you've ever been on a Date Day show. (laughs) That's a praise the Lord. (laughs) That's a praise the Lord. Except that I do have something. Um, I forgot to say that the theme verse was Psalm 8610, where it says, For you are great and perform wonderful deeds. You alone are God. And my favorite uh, teaching from Mercedes was, Only in you is rest found. And that's what we're talking about. And Pastor Ron's going to ask us, how do we deal with the busyness? So, Okay, before we go there, next, we've got a phone call. Paul from Seguin calling on line one. Paul, thanks for calling. You're on the air. Paul, are you with us? 
got a problem with the connection there. Oh, uh, sorry, Paul. So let's, we'll, we'll hope, Paul, call back, please. Uh, let's start with Kendall. Kendall, we understand there's a microphone problem the first time you introduce yourself, so why don't you introduce yourself? Yes, my name is Kendall DeGraffenreed, and I've been going to Calvary Chapel for about two and a half years now. And I had mentioned earlier that my husband is now, well, we are fellowshipping together. So that's very important. And I made the statement that, hey, my prayer is that we stay here until the Lord calls us home. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. so going to the retreat, I'm not sure that I was really looking for anything in particular, but I know what I found when I got there. Mm -hmm. And that was love. And it was just so overflowing, whether it was through the speakers, the fellowship, and especially the foot washing. So what I'll do is I'll touch on a little bit each one of those statements that mm -hmm. I just made. But you may not find this funny, but I'd like to tell you that for some reason, while we were sitting there in the conference, I could not figure out with what PS 8610 meant because it all <laughs> ran together. Uh -huh. and I kept saying, what is that? So I waited. I figured it out first. Of course, it was our theme verse. <laughs> and then when I went back to the room, I shared it with my roommates. And they're like, Kendall, you've got to be kidding me. And I'm like, no, I'm not kidding. But those are the type of things that happen when you get my age. <laughs> we won't ask what that age is. It's okay, oh, Kendall. Gosh. Yeah, because she's so younger than us. So with that being said, um, like I said, I wasn't looking for anything in particular, but it was just the love that was there, whether it was what Mercedes said, whether it was what Paula said, or the two devotional speakers, there was just a wealth of knowledge. And it's really up to you, us, to use the things that we are being taught. And just like Pastor Ron always says, just be with Jesus, just be with Jesus. It, it sounds like it's hard, but it's easier than what it sounds like. So with the speakers, um, one of the verses that stood out to me was Philippians 1.6, yeah. um, when Paul says, being confident of this very thing, that he that begun a good work in you will finish it unto the day of Christ Jesus. That's always been one of my favorite scriptures. And that means, as Mercedes says and Paula says, it's about rest. But not only rest, it's about trusting that he will do those things that he says mm -hmm. that he will do. Now, we're not talking about just standing on scriptures and expecting God to do things for us. And we haven't spent time with him nor have a relationship with him. But we could be here for two days, I think, all of us. And thank you for having us today. Oh. Yes. Um, everything, I think, pretty much that was said was just a wealth of knowledge for us to use and come back. So I'm the type of person, I, I, I do like to stand on one scripture, but I also like to go back and get the whole counsel, if we can, of God. So I went back and read and studied Psalms 86. And that prayer of David's was like, hey, I'm asking you to bow down and hear me. Forgive me of my sins. I know you are a merciful God. And what his word says, and then we come to the verse where he says, um, for you are great and you do wondrous things. You are God alone. And then he just starts praising God. Then he just starts praising God. So thank you. <laughs> so that that was one of my favorite uh, 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 scriptures. Um, another thing about the speakers that I took away from Paula was, we need to stop taking God for granted. 
And I'll tell you, I just shared with somebody in the car today. They had no idea that I was coming here. But we talked about the retreat. And I said, when Paula said that, I'll never forget. When I got home and I touched my doorknob to go into my house, that reminder came to me. Mm. You know, stop taking your husband for granted. And, and God, period, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. So that ministered to my spirit. Um, and then the fellowship was just awesome. Mm-hmm. Because I rode up there with a young lady. She's already my friend, so I tried not to spend too much time with her, and she felt the same way and admitted that she's been to the retreats two times, and this was the first time that she ever ventured out to try to make relationships with the other ladies, Aww. and I thought that that was so powerful. <laughs> yeah. Yes, she did. And then the foot washing, <clears throat> Sheba, I watched your testimony uh, Monday, and I pretty much felt the same way. I didn't cry uh, profusely, but the person who washed my feet, when she asked me what did, did, what did I want prayer for, I told her, whatever you want to pray for. Mm-hmm. You know? And when she started praying, it had to have been the Holy Ghost. Things started coming out of her mouth that, that really pertained to me and what she was praying for. And I was like, oh, my goodness. You know, so I didn't cry or anything, but I felt refreshed as you did after getting your feet washed by the ladies. And um, I think, do you want me to touch on the busyness now and, and the noise no, and how to stay focused? No. Or yeah, we'll, we'll come back and do Sounds that Sounds good. Yeah. Yes. But the treat was well worth it. I can see myself going next year. That's and, right. Yes. And, <laughs> pray, and praise be to God, may I be willing and bold to truly invite other people to come. Yeah. And get that same love, mm-hmm. that same love. Yeah, you know, when I got to, to church on Sunday, two women met me before first service saying, Pastor Ron, I got saved at the retreat. Mm-hmm. And I just think, oh, I'm starting to cry, you know, and I've got a, three Bible studies to teach that day. But it's just one of those things that, that God had those dates in mind mm-hmm. all along. Mm-hmm. Well, Kayla, you're next. Christina. Christina, I'm sorry, Kayla. <laughs> we look alike. No, I'm just In kidding. The, um, so, well, actually, you do, but. <laughs> um, my name is Christina. And um, the first time I went to retreat uh, three years ago, I couldn't afford to come to retreat. And so I had a million reasons why I couldn't go, because, of course, we feel like the world is going to collapse if we leave the house for two days. <laughs> and so I had every reason in the book. And um, I, I just prayed, and I said, Lord, if you want me to go, you know, just make it very apparent. And the first thing, my husband was like, are you going? And I'm like, really? You want me to leave you with all the kids? Because, <laughs> you know, it's going to be on you. And he said, yes, I want you to go. And then the, the church stepped in and gave me a scholarship to go. And I was just so grateful because then it just took away all the excuses. And he's just like, just come be with me. And so this year when I saw the retreat, poster, I was like, yes, I need to get away. Yes, yes, yes. I need to go. And this time I could afford it. God, God, um, allowed me to be able to go and, and Kayla to go. And, um, the weird thing is though, I mean, I paid for it right away. Cause I'm like, yes, I, I remember what it was like. I experienced Jesus. I want this again. But as the weeks came closer again, I started to have the doubts and like, oh, maybe I don't want to go. And then my brother was having a baby shower the same weekend. And I was like, how am I going to miss that? But I just felt I really need to go. And so God cleared the way for both of us to go, uh, Kayla and I. And um, it was so what I needed. Um, From the first night, um, the the speakers, and the first night, what really 
what really stood out in my mind was we sat in our cabin with our room mom, um, and uh, the next door uh, cabin also came over, and the women were asked to share their testimonies. And it was so powerful just, I don't know, just hearing that everyone else is not perfect. (laughs) You know, just understanding that we are all broken, we are all imperfectly uh, made people. I'm not made, but imperfectly walking with the Lord, but we are perfectly in love with this perfect Lord. Mm -hmm. So um, it was just... It was just awesome to see that everybody had their own journeys because I feel like, wow, everything God's done for me. And then I see, oh, he's done stuff for you, too. Oh, man, he's got <laughs> he's got abundant love. Um, he's and, busy. Yeah, he's busy. Um, but just seeing like one of the women that came, it was her first time coming and she had um, a surgery and it caused her to be pretty much blind. And um, she had not left her home for months she was kind of like not able to leave the house she wasn't fellowshipping with anybody and someone very kindly um gave her a scholarship and and drove her out and it was her first time fellowshipping with other ladies and you could see it that she needed it you know we all needed it and so just 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 seeing us all come and and just coming with all our our needs um, to the one who can fulfill all our needs. Yeah. Um, and so my biggest thing that I came away with was, I mean, I came, I was seeking the Lord. I'm like, Lord, mm-hmm. we are about, so we just got orders for, from the Air Force that we have to move again. <laughs> and, you know, that's just, that's just par for course. We know that already. But no matter how much you moved, mm-hmm. you are never prepared. <laughs> and I always get like this, fearful. You know, I'm just you know, where am I going to live? How am I going to pack? Where who's going to live in my house? Because uh, we're renting it out. And I was just, I was just like, Lord, I just need to feel you right now. I just need to know that you're there. And so I, I walked up a little ways into the, I don't know, the mountain, the forest, whatever. I'm a city girl. So, you know. um, and just to a quiet place in the mountain. And Nature. It, yes. It really, when every time I go out into his creation, he is so faithful to come and be with me there. <laughs> and so, you know, I, I sat there. It was sunrise. And um, I just sat there and I just said, Jesus, I need to feel you right now. I need, I need you. I need to see something tangible. And at first it was like nothing, <laughs> just crickets. And, um, the, but what came to my mind was, remember the past four years that you've been here in San Antonio. You came here kicking and screaming because I did not want to come. I did not want to leave my family. I did not want to leave my friends. And he's like, haven't I, haven't I been faithful? And then he went, he went back even further. This last 10 years that you've been saved, haven't I been faithful? You, you've, you've had every need met. And I was like, yeah, you're right, you're right. And so I was like, okay, that's all I needed to hear from you. So I got up to leave. And all of a sudden, I just felt like I needed to stop. And this song that's been in my head for the last two weeks, it wasn't nails that held you to the cross. It was your love. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, I'm going to cry. I always cry every time I think about this. I just felt his love just washing over me. I mean, I've never felt like that before in my life. Just, I can't even explain it. It was just abundant just love from head to toe and it was my cup was full to overflowing and I was just like oh my gosh you love me you know you hear I hear it every day you love me God loves Mm -hmm. me Jesus loves me but 
to feel it and experience it. And I said, I get it now. You died on the cross because you have this much love. I get that, you know. And and I was like, I, I just wish I could contain all this love because all I want to do is share it with everybody mm-hmm. I can because I'm just so full of it. Mm-hmm. And so when we went to the devotion that day, the message, the thing that stood out to me was they said, come to me, come to me, Jesus, for your supply. Mm-hmm. And I realized the reason why I was so tired and so exhausted and so frustrated was because I was trying to do it out of my own strength, my own effort. And we can't do it because all we can give people is our flawed, you know, our lack, our imperfect mm-hmm. um, supply. And it became even more apparent to me because last year when they did the foot washing thing and, and, and it was so humbling to have my feet washed, I was like, I'd like to do that. But the first thing that came into my mind was, ooh, feet are not my favorite. Um, you know, fungus and all that. No, I, I don't know if I could do that, Lord, but I'll do it for you, Lord. But, but make sure I do it if in my heart's right. And he closed that door last year. <laughs> I went to Valtteri like, no, we don't need anyone. But this year I felt led to do the foot washing. And when I was washing these women's feet, it wasn't me. It was out of his supply. And I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. I can do that. Mm -hmm. Out of your supply of love, serve other people? Yes, because my supply is flawed. But your supply, she said, in in the, the speaker Mercedes said, if you try to serve people out of your own needs, they will always be thirsty. But if you serve out of with his supply, they will never go thirsty. And so I understood that I needed to keep coming back to him for my supply. And that's something I haven't been doing lately in having my devotion time. And no wonder I was so tired and exhausted. So <laughs> this was an amazing experience for me. I'm, it, it's probably going to be my last retreat living here. So, um, you know, I'm grateful that I got to meet him. Um, he said to come away, and he was faithful to come and, and meet me there. So I'm very and, grateful and for that. You, you teach at our academy, and so I'm really sorry to hear <sighs> yes, that you're I'm going. Really it was actually a childhood dream of mine to teach in a small uh, private school like this. Mm-hmm. So. See how good God is. Remember God's goodness, His right, faithfulness. Right, He's faithful. I'm just, I'm just going to follow wherever He leads, and, and you know, I know I'll be okay. Okay, two things come to mind, and then we'll, we'll kind of leave it for, for other comments. But... One, the Bible said he did last night that the, the serpent was more crafty or subtle than all of the other beasts. I think sometimes we forget how crafty he really is. And uh, Kayla was saying that, that, oh yeah, the devil, I hadn't even thought about that. But he's always there and he's trying to get you to miss out on what God has for you. So those are things we always need to remember. Uh, you know, every woman who went to that retreat for the very first time, or, or maybe they, they went there kind of under protest. Uh, they walk in and see the rest of you ladies, and they think you got it all together. <laughs> and they, they, you know, they just think that everything is, is going to be fine, and, and, and you know, I can never measure up to these other ladies. And uh, when they hear the speakers sharing their heart and their stories, it always has a huge impact. Uh, I, I mentioned at the break... I wanted to talk about dealing with the noisiness of this world, the busyness of the world. Uh, and Christina, what you said at the end was perfect. I, 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 I hadn't kind of filtered out the noise and taken that. How do you, um, Christa, you've got five kids. Okay. Yeah, how, do, how do you make sure that you take time to get away from the busyness, the noisiness of this world and, and spend some time with the Lord? 
it has to be a priority. Um, and and the way you just you have to stay sensitive to the Holy Spirit. You have to stay sensitive, allowing Him to speak to you, and then being obedient to that calling. Um, you you in your walk with the Lord as you mature, you feel that um, the Holy Spirit speaking to you, like hello, like like. Kayla said that you're, he's kind of waiting there. He's waiting for you. You got to do the laundry. Yeah, okay. You got to make lunches. Okay, or you got to tidy this up. But that uh, that tugging on your heart when you have the Holy Spirit is so obvious. And then you feel yourself um, lacking. You feel yourself lacking that love, lacking the kindness, lacking the fruits of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so when you don't take that time, it just comes out in the way that you love your children, the way that you love your husband. Uh, so I think that sensitivity to the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. um, the discernment is uh, is so vital to your walk with the Lord. Uh, taking that time, um, being intentional about sitting down, setting aside that time for the Lord in reading, in praying, um, is vital to your walk with the Lord uh, to grow, to mature, to stay, um, it, to be able to testify to God's grace. Um, to those around you. you, you have to stay sensitive discipline. and be obedient. Yeah, discipline. discipline. You have to. Doctor Shiba, you you uh, you obviously work and you're a mother of two girls. How do you do it? And we we got about six minutes here, I think. Okay. So, um, well, it's it's like what Crystal was saying. We have to be intentional. Um, it it requires extreme discipline because um, you know uh, once my sister in law said that busyness can be a trial and y- you can go from just you know work to home to children to ministry and before you know the day is gone and you haven't spent time with the Lord in his word and things like that and but that's how we can get to that um, that emptiness you know we talk about spiritual cast speaking you know uh, because we're doing it in our own strength instead of God's strength and so I loved what mom Paula said um, a lot of our problems are found on our phone you know in this day and age of technology um, really it's so true some of the stuff it's like I see it and I start worrying I look at my phone I start getting anxious oh I, I got to do this and this and this and and it's sometimes it is like what mom Paula was saying we need to unplug just sit before our Lord. You know, the Bible, that's why it's called the Word of God, because it's God's words to us. We have to intentionally invest into our relationship with Him, in the Word of God, through prayer without ceasing. Like you say, Papa Ron, like, take Him with you wherever you go. Mm-hmm. Don't just close the Bible and just walk away. You know, and so um, I like also what you were saying, like, we're just not all that important. We're not. And, <laughs> you know, and so it's okay to put the phone down, put it away, get into the Word of God. And it's so true because it's not like we purposely do it. A lot of it is unintentional, yeah. the time we spend on our phone. So and, that's and, to me. And a lot of it's habit. Yes. You know, we just get so in a pattern of, of, of being connected yes. that we don't disconnect. Yes. Jocelyn, you're the busiest woman on the face of the earth. <laughs> so t- tell me, what do you do? How do you make sure you stay focused on Jesus? Well, Sheba and Crystal really nailed it for me. And it's been like that since the beginning of this year. God told me to be intentional with him. <clears throat> Excuse me. To be intentional with my walk with him. And that that really means just abandoning everything, you know, my husband, you know, at times in my my family. And I always tell my kids, you know, mommy's going away um, to spend time with Jesus. And when I come back, our youngest one, Mochi, looks, you know, when I come back, he holds my face and he goes, 
are you better? <laughs> and so, you know, that's my heart's desire is that they would know, yeah. you know, that I spent with time with Jesus. And the one thing that was said that really kind of like, whoa, was um, that, you know, I have to be careful not to diminish who Christ is, mm. you know, his word and what he's done in me. Because when I do that, then I dethrone him and mm. he's not the Lord of my life. And so um, I really, really on a day to day basis, like I love having my kids at home. It's spring break right now. But I'm also thankful that they have uh, their own social life so that I could spend time with the Lord and, and be equipped to serve them. Thank and you. So, mm-hmm. Thank you. For that. I can see Mochi doing that now. On, uh, I'm sorry, babe. on Monday night, you know, I, I was sharing. I was like, I am so tired. I had called two people. The wrong name, oh, looking straight at him. One lady told me her what who her name was, and I was like, "Oh no, no, you're you're so no, that's not you." Not your name. Just uh, uh, amazing. So on Tuesday, it was weird because Mercedes had said, "You know, we need to lead people to Jesus. Don't let them, you know, if they come to us, we're just gonna give them, you know, nothing really, but leave them to Jesus." So on Tuesday. No phone. People were texting me and stuff, and I was reading it. But I was like, not today. You don't need to hear from me anyway. And most of the questions, if they would take those to Jesus, he would have answered them. And so I just totally disconnected. You know, I got got my grocery shopping done. You know, you you have to catch up on your house stuff. But that even was me and Jesus was taking care of stuff because my refrigerator was (laughs) empty, empty. But... I, I, was, I got filled up, and my brain came back. Yeah, so anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> Kendall, we got about three minutes, so okay. between two of you. One Sounds of good. So it is intentional, and I love the fact when we were at the retreat, you told us, hey, unless it's an emergency, try to unplug from your phone. Well, that's something that we try to do in our home, you know, Mm -hmm. unplug from the phone because it is a big distractor. Okay. And God wants to spend time with us. I mean, like all of us have a testimony. Like you say, you go to the retreat, you you see that you're not the only one that's going through. Mm -hmm. I know I fall into that group of needy, broken, hurt, confused. So I need to spend time with God. We, we all do. Mm -hmm. So in the event, these are some of the things that I do when I'm not actually reading the Bible, which I try to every day. Mm -hmm. But if not, then this is what I'll use my phone for. Open up one of the Bible apps and then just let the Bible play while you're doing your laundry, Mm -hmm. while you're washing the dishes, Mm -hmm. while you're upstairs. Mm -hmm. And then we have an old and that will minister to your spirit because you'll hear something as you're going up the steps and then you'll run back down like, oh, what did he say? What did he just say? (laughs) So that's a good way of staying plugged in. And then another way is we have an old transistor radio at the house and we moved in our home nine years ago and that radio has never been cut off from a christian station okay so we're constantly being ministered to now that doesn't mean we're perfect christians and things (laughs) don't go down in our home because of course they do but overall he's constantly in my ear he's in Mm -hmm. my jesus is in my spirit Mm -hmm. okay and last but not least if you have a car Plug in all the Christian radio stations that you can find, whether it's on FM or AM. Mm-hmm. And that's how, with all the noisiness and the busyness, mm-hmm. we can try to stay closer to him. Mm-hmm. Good. Mm-hmm. Christina? Um, 
So I, I agree with everyone, everything that everyone said, but um, I guess for me, social media is probably the worst thing for me because a lot of times I get just caught up in the fear. And, um, you know, fear can be an idol. And um, it's, it's that, that idea that we have any kind of control at all. <laughs> um, it's laughable in God's eyes, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just replacing that fear with his faith, with faith in him. And um, just knowing that everything is in his hands. Even my loved ones, I can't protect them. Mm-hmm. He can protect them. Yeah. Thank I you. just put my faith in him. Mm-hmm. Thanks for sharing. Hey, thanks for tuning in. I hope you were blessed by the ladies and sharing their heart. Um, I think we should have another retreat soon. You know, it would be really awesome. It goes so fast. <laughs> You've been listening to The Word to Stand On for Life. I'm Pastor Ron Arbaugh from Calvary Chapel in San Antonio, Texas. Lord willing, I'll see you tomorrow at 4 on AM 630, The Word. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for spending this time with Calvary Chapel's The Word to Stand On for Life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. The Word to Stand On for Life is on every weekday afternoon at 4, and Pastor Ron invites you to find out more about Calvary Chapel at calvarysa.com. The Word to Stand On for Life was sponsored by Calvary Chapel of San Antonio.